So hi, Well the Good Nice Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with Seth. Liam. John. Noah. And we are fake a home. Oh, we're gonna ask them some questions today. I'm gonna start. Uh so what inspired you guys to start the band and what does the band name mean? Ooh, Seth, there you go. That's awesome. a Seth question. That is a Seth question. Um well so me and Noah went to high school together. We were in a previous band um together and then once that broke up we started fake a home and fake a home is just kind of like when i thought of the name it was originally like just a side project um that i had started but when i was thinking of the name i was putting like a lot of like sentimental value into one person and then i kind of thought of them as like my home my security and comfort and then when they're not when I wasn't with them I was trying to I guess like fake that home with other people like trying to fill that void Mm -hmm. and so that's kind of what that meant and then I grew up and I now I hate the name because I it's just so emo and uh yeah that's how the name Name came about. All right. In the story of Big Home. Since you hate I still the like it. Uh, since I you still hate like the name. name. So I you're the only one that like hates it. the name then. Yeah, I hate everything that I come up with though. Okay. Okay. I'm super <laughs> self-critical, but it's all good. Because my next question is going to be like, since you hate the name, is like a name change in the cards. But since the yeah. rest of the band likes the name, I'm going to assume they tell yeah, you to fuck off. off. Yeah, off the table. Yeah, completely <laughs> off the table. Good. I'm just, I'm just a singer. It's their band. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so congratulations on your upcoming release, uh, Take What You Need. How do you feel about how the song came out since there is an announcement and it isn't released yet? So, <laughs> um, Wait, what was the question? Congratulations. And how do you feel about how the song came out? I think it came out really well. I think it was, it was, it's really fun. It's really energetic. Yeah. But it's also like really like, angry mm-hmm. you know just like pissed off but like at the same time really energetic upbeat um i think it's really cool at the end with the time change mm-hmm. uh which i don't know if anyone's gonna hear it on this day that it comes out um but i i think it's really fun i like it a lot yeah i i enjoyed the song when i was listening to it i was like holy shit on that time change i was like oh fuck here we go <laughs> uh it was definitely a really really easy process compared to other songs it felt like everything flowed exactly how it should have so it it turns out i think exactly the way we all wanted it well that's good that's awesome uh so is there any meaning behind the song name um uh i mean take what you need is because i just send like little two line lyrics to seth that we could maybe put in a song or write a song around just what i'm feeling that particular time and uh, I wrote the lyric, take what you need from me. You're just so uninvolved is like when you have an infatuation for somebody, but they don't really want anything to do with you. You're like, I will do anything you need. I'll be anything you need. You can take anything you want. Just, you know, notice me in a way. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> All right. um, can you tell me a little bit about your writing process for this song? uh I, seth had oh. like the main riff 
and we just kind of yeah it was originally like a like a two minute acoustic song that i kind of just like fiddled with and then Mm -hmm. i sent it to noah and then noah came over we started putting down like a uh, a backbone to the song and then got with liam liam wrote a bunch of leads on it that are super kick-ass um but it was yeah just like noah said it was super easy to write because everything just came out exactly how it needed to like it just, our writing process is also just kind of all over the place i mean yeah we don't really <laughs> have like a specific like way we set out to write i guess we try we start in the beginning with like a structure but it usually ends up being like Completely crazy different. and we'll, we'll take yeah. sections from one song and put them in another song and we just move things around basically mm-hmm. until we get it to where we want it Mm-hmm. I'd say a big mentality towards our songwriting is like, why not? Like, if we have something out of this world, well, not, not too out of this world, we're not a prog band or anything, but <laughs> if there's something not conventional, like repeating a part here where it's already like in another part or something, whatever, we'll just say, why not? Why can't we do that and do it anyway? And if it turns out good and we like it, then that's the way it is. Okay. So just whatever happens, happens. Absolutely. Um, so, where was your headspace at uh, while you were writing this song? uh writing this song it was um just really pissed off at people that used me in the past um and i think it's really shitty to use people to just like get attention Mm -hmm. and just like for whatever reason it's like not cool um but i wrote it in an angry way thinking on the past but I'm glad I got it out. It's like a, it's like a bottled up kind of like, I wish I could say this to them, mm-hmm. but here it is instead. Hopefully they hear the song. Yeah. Did you send it to them? Uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> Be bold. Why not? They're like, I wrote this little tune about you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that hilarious. Um, so while listening through this song, what band or artist influences pop out the most to you guys? A round table on this one. Yeah. Everyone's got to speak. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I mean, I, we all pull different influences from different like childhood bands that we like and different bands that we, you know, have like a shared connection with. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really like a blend of the pop punk that we all grew up listening to with the more metalcore side of us, mm-hmm. with like the heavy chugging guitars and breakdown and just so, like cool shit like that. Early two thousands post hardcore, yeah, yeah, that like style, yeah, it's mixed like a with mix of all of that conventional like knuckle puck and story so far wonder years mixed with that sort of post hardcore sound. Perfect, it's beautiful. It uh, is. So this question should be super super quick off the top of your head. I want you to describe the single for new listeners in three words: no more, no less. All of you have to do it. No uh, one's every getting single out of one it. of you. Yeah. Oh man, I'm not going first. Well, somebody else go first. Uh, really stinking good. Nice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> sure. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, it uh, it's is a banger. Okay. Oh, it is okay. okay. It was Sean, what'd you uh, say? Come on, it's a Sean banger. Man. All right. It's a banger. So sure it is. Uh, very fucking angry. So true. That's a good one. <laughs> it is. It is. 
so is there a certain feeling or emotion you want this song to invoke in your listeners? I'm assuming angry or? Uh, in a way. More, Seth could have a better answer, but I know I feel like when I listen to the song and try to connect to it deeper than I wrote it, like if I was a listener listening to it, I think I'd feel cathartic in a way that mm. someone else share these shares these feelings about yeah. like because it's a pretty relatable thing like someone used you in a way or someone faked yeah, or feigned a like friendship it's a, it's a pretty broad premise to where like you could pull your own meaning for from it from like a lot of different you know areas in your life so mm-hmm. yeah all right i think with guilt trip it's like um i, don't, I want people to know that like just fuck them you know mm-hmm. so true mm-hmm. like if they, if they use you if they if they guilt tripped you into shit it's just like are you serious like grow up yeah yeah and so i want i want people to feel like you know it, it happens to everyone mm-hmm. um and just you know you can bounce back from it it's you just gotta you gotta heal and just that mentality of fuck them yeah for sure yeah uh so is the single leading up to anything new album ep what you working on over there tell us everything spill the beans please spill the beans it's just uh we've really kind of been uh focusing on singles right now just uh getting out like a trying to get a lot of new content out since i know we've been it's been rough for a while trying to get everyone organized and trying to get you know everything done but we're now moving at a good pace and I feel like we're um, we're ready to get like a lot more singles out. All right. So it's just going to be singles for now. Yeah. We're, we're really getting the mindset of uh, quantity mm-hmm. with quality. So we're writing really good songs. Um, not really planning to put them together on any sort of EP, but that's always an option down the road. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Will they all be in this like same genre? I don't cool, think close, <laughs> close, yeah, close, close. Like the the underlying structure of pop punk is there, but yeah. we're really going everywhere with these songs we're writing. Okay, good. Right. This was this was really good. So I would I would like more of whatever you're you're working. We on. definitely have more of this, but there's okay, a lot more, sure. a lot more things for other people who maybe not necessarily dig really heavy pop punk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it still fits fake a home. It's not like we're bouncing around genres with no intention of making it our own yeah that's fair okay really excited now yeah we're also just experimenting with like what we can do Mm -hmm. like as far as getting a new sound out and like trying out with it and making it sound fake at home yeah it's it's yeah just just good time definitely it's good it's good (laughs) Uh, so where do you guys see the band in the next five years Wembley Stadium. Wembley, yes. Probably Sizzlers. Sizzlers, yeah. Applebee's. (laughs) Uh, I don't really think that far into the future, even though I probably should. Um, It's really, obviously, I want the band to succeed and us to, like, achieve what we strive for. But Mm -hmm. as long as things are working out in the moment, it's, I'm okay with, whatever comes in the next five years, if we're playing local Phoenix shows or if we're touring with bands that we like. Yeah, I really agree with that. I feel like it's uh, 
more than anything, this is like a really good outlet for like all of us. And we all really enjoy making mm-hmm. music and, you know, either way, I feel like we're going to make music. Yeah. Even if no one's listening. So we're, I don't think we're going anywhere in the next five years. All right. Okay, good. Awesome. Uh, Sean, do you have anything to add? You've been quiet. I'm just trying to. Oh, sorry. Uh, I would say <laughs> a, time bomb. a couple tours. Because uh, I know last spring we were supposed to go to California for a couple like small shows, but then the whole pandemic hit. So yeah, I'm hoping very unfortunate like, Hopefully we can. Yeah, hopefully do some traveling. But yeah, right. the next okay. five years, hopefully the world's open. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hopefully. So, so for the last couple questions, we're actually shift away from music and go straight to death row. Boom. So. Nice. If you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? A lunchable with a Capri Sun. Ah, classic. The lunchable with the the ham and crackers. Yes, not like the cheese. Yeah. Yeah, not the pizza one. I never liked that one. Last meal. Seth. I feel like I could go in on some canes. With some oh, a little caniac <laughs> with a lemonade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I maybe like a Chick Fil A mac and cheese since Ooh. I'm vegetarian. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the mac and cheese. Yeah, and then oh wait, uh, drink. A drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, an Arnold like- Palmer. Ooh, yeah, that's good. Is that also you're getting that at Chick Fil A as well? Oh, of course. Yeah. As you said, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seth's still thinking over there. Yeah, that's a tough question. Mm -hmm. Um, I would do probably, I really like this place called Green uh, in Arizona, and it's a vegan restaurant, and it's really good. They have like these mock chicken sandwiches that Mm -hmm. it's called the BFF, I think. Yeah, it's BFF, and it's so good, dude. Um, That's a good choice. Yeah. I'd be okay with that one too before I died. Yeah, and then he... (laughs) Uh, Coca-Cola slushy. Ooh. From 7-Eleven. Yes, sir. So if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Maybe Narnia. Yeah. That's Narnia. so lame. Whoa. What? What? Narnia. You get Turkish delight. You get to you hang out with Turkish a delight lion. in this world. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, but like it's cooler from over there, and you don't have to climb <laughs> oh, through a closet. I don't know about that. How cool would that be to walk Maybe into a closet and just show up in and a different just, world? Exactly. Again, that'd be cool, but that's like attainable in this world. You just make a closet and, and you like <laughs> go into it, and there's like a trap door. Like, hey, could I you feel like if I saw that lion, like, I'd like pass out. So I don't know about that one. It's <laughs> <laughs> collapse. Oh What's his name? Middle, little Tommy. The uh, Tom, uh, uh, Mr. Thomas, Tumnus, Tumnus, Tumnus. Yeah, I'd lay out Mr. Tumnus. Okay, because <laughs> <laughs> he's a backstabbing liar. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, fictional world. I don't know. I can't really I think of another one. Maybe like Avatar. That'd be Ooh. pretty cool. Yeah. Dude, Sean's been thinking which, about this. Which avatar? <laughs> yeah. He's been waiting for this question. The, bl- oh. the blue ones. Oh, blue ones. Oh, that's ones. a bad. Yes, I would yes. want to live in that world. Well, that's a good one. I mean, I'd, I'd want to shit on everyone's answers. What's <laughs> your answer, Liam? <laughs> What's your answer? <laughs> well, actually, now that he said that, mine would be 
uh, the Last Airbender Avatar. That would be a fun. That, that answer sucks. Yeah. What? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> you can have like bending abilities. I can bend. What if you don't? Life. You just suck. The okay. The other Avatar world is literally just our world, but there's a another planet. There's we blue found. men. That's just blue another men. planet. It's a beach. Yeah, but you're, you're at tall. that planet. I wouldn't want to go there. Fuck that. There's like all these giant scary monsters. You know how much titanium just... you can get? Oh, that's true. <laughs> so you're the horrible miners like making the indigenous people leave that's what oh, you would no. do noah no i never said hey hey I that's, what, you, that's hey, what you're saying hey Horrible. hey shame on you i'd like to redirect this <laughs> uh, all right i don't know mine's pretty nerdy i don't want to say what it. Is it no you what gotta is say it? it it's a game of it? thrones one it's it's not game of thrones it's uh, uh it's called yarnum from bloodborne it's a video game that I really like, and I think oh. the aesthetic of it's really cool. It's like neo-gothic architecture and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'd probably die in two seconds. Yeah, but... you get laid oh. out. Like yeah. Giant mob boss. <laughs> but at least I'd see some pretty cool buildings. Yeah, that's all that matters. Uh, no one said Star Wars, and I thought someone was going to say Star Wars. Like That is... Revenge Star Wars. Era. Star Wars is this universe, though. That's not another universe. It's not. It's so in a galaxy Avatar. far, far away, a long time ago. Yeah, it is. But so, but so was Avatar. Hey, yeah. both those answers were bad. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> all, okay. all our answers suck. We're going. I would also, I would also say Harry Potter, though. <gasps> what happened to you? Harry Potter? Um, He's I'm in Tempe Potter. right now. Okay. <laughs> I that was a good joke. Thank <laughs> you. I'm in Gryffindor. Know. If uh, if you were wondering, I can. I, did, I did the official test mm-hmm. uh, multiple times, and <laughs> I am in fact a Gryffindor. Triple check. And then and then like the third time, I, I was Slytherin. But yeah, two times first. Yeah, yeah, two times first, I was Gryffindor. Every time I took those tests, it would either tell me Ravenclaw or Gryffindor. So I don't know who to trust. You look like, I feel a, like Raven be a, claw. a Ravenclaw. Raven yeah. <laughs> I think we'll Seth would be you. a Hufflepuff. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm looking. You're gonna take the quiz? Take the quiz. No, like, I have um <laughs> I, I forgot I did it and like you you can log back into your account. Well, he has his results bookmarked. While you do that. <laughs> I have the honor of asking the last question, and every single person you've spoken to have said that it is the most important question. What's your favorite color? Black. I like black a lot. All my clothes are black. That's the mm-hmm. basic answer I was going to say as well. But uh, yeah, I, I kind of have a, I, I have a weird thing with favorite color. It's like, it's hard to have a favorite color, I feel like. Is it kind of like a favorite song thing? It's just like the the color you wear most, I guess, which I would just be black. Okay. Sure. Oh. Looks like someone struck a chord with Liam. Yeah, I'm I'm so mad. <laughs> <laughs> Cut this interview short. I feel like I'd have to go with red. All right. Red. Red, uh... red suits you. Cool. I am Hufflepuff. Yes. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd probably have to go with like green. Lately, it's been green, like olive green or like toxic green. Oh yeah, it changes. Yeah, yeah. Oh wait, <laughs> can my answer not change? No, I mean like your all-time favorite color. It, does it change a lot? Yeah, I mean it just depends on what kind of mood you're in. For a while, it was purple, like dark purple. Uh, I used to like black, 
blue is my favorite it's growing up as a kid because i wanted to be the blue power ranger yeah hang on yeah. that's fair that's for a reason. Uh, my cousin wouldn't let me be the red one <laughs> for good reason sorry yeah that's true uh, so as i said that is all the questions we have today is there anything that you guys would like to plug we have some really cool Inuasha shirts on our band camp. Uh, they're super dope. Um, Liam, you want? You looked like you wanted to say something. Uh, I accidentally hit a button. That's why I made it. It put confetti on your picture. Yeah, what he said. Uh, we have some new merch and uh, new music soon. Wait, when uh, is this wait. coming out again? I about wish I knew. A month. Yeah, a month. We a might day. we might have new music out now if you're listening to this. Look up oh, Fake sure. Uh Follow our socials, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we post on there when we have new announcements, new merch. All right. We have like six new songs coming out. They're they're gonna be we're gonna be pumping them out pretty fast. Okay, good. Uh, oh, and some uh, some videos as well that we're yes. Uh, this single is really kickstarting our next mm-hmm. era, you could say. All right. We also have like two hardcore songs that we're putting out as well. Oh yes, oh. caveman heavy music. Yeah, it is. It's it's wait. super dope. Uh, Sean, map here. Yeah, I was gonna mm-hmm. say Sean. Do you have and and add? an acoustic, right? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. We, yeah. We have an we're acoustic all over the board, and we oh. have like a everything. mellow song too. You have a rap song. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 We have a trap song. song coming out. Okay, good. MGK on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And course. Mm-hmm. Oh, All right. bless. Uh, well, thank you for sitting down with us, guys. It's been Fake a Home and Where the Good Noise podcast.